Hey, it's Bill Simmons. The NFL playoffs are in full swing, and the Ringer NFL Show has you covered for all your pro football needs. Sunday night, get Michael Lombardi and Tay Frazier's rapid reactions on GM Street. On Tuesdays, the Ringer NFL Show with Robert Mays, Kevin Clark, and regular guest Danny Kelly break down all the biggest angles on Wednesday. GM Street again on Thursdays. Clark, Mays, and Danny are back at it again. And on Friday, GM Street's Friday Focus gives you all the insight you need for gambling, fantasy, and everything else. Don't forget about my podcast, too, on Mondays. The BS Podcast, Cousin Sal and I playing Guest Alliance. More importantly, The Ringer NFL Show. Subscribe right now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman, and this is the first of what I am calling Bachelor Party B-Sides. It's going to be a 20-minute Thursday podcast where we go over things I may have missed or things we've learned since Monday. And today I have with me Andrew Gordadaro. Hi, Andrew. Hey, Juliette. Andrew is culture editor here at The Ringer. Most importantly, yesterday he published the following article. How tall do you have to be to win The Bachelor? It was a deeply scientific analysis of all the contestants' heights and all the former Bachelor heights. Andrew, you did a lot of work for this. <laughs> I did. So much so much Googling and staring at photos until I was sure of how tall someone from 2003 was. <laughs> um, I want to talk about some of the most egregious uh, official heights. But first, <laughs> why don't you tell us a brief overview of the article and precisely what you learned, your, your key takeaways from all of your research. It started out just being like, how tall has every bachelor been? Mm -hmm. And you quickly find out that they're all pretty much within like the same four inches. They're all 5'10 to 6'2, save for like one guy. It's like there's a formula or something. It's it's exactly like that. (laughs) So we were like, oh, that's boring. Like there's not much to really go on from there. So then we started looking at the heights of the bachelor winners. I like how you're saying we as if you've employed like a whole team of statisticians to work with you on this. That's how my brain works. Okay. I I talk to myself. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, and then we we looked at that and kind of saw that there were some trends and sort of like some averages to go on. And from there, we use that information to try to predict who's going to win this season. What was your source for everyone's height? A lot of Google. Okay. You know, a lot of Wikipedia. IMDb lists heights for oh, these people. Oh, how useful. Yeah. And some of them are still existent on the ABC website. Nice. And what are your key findings? My key findings is, one, that 5-3 is a number that comes up most often in winners. Like the magic height? Yeah. So Jen Sheft in season three was 5-3. Melissa Rycroft, Catherine Cudici, and last season, Vanessa was 5'3". That's a bunch of winners. Like, I like all of those 5'3 women. I love Vanessa. Uh, I thought she seemed really cool. Really like Catherine. I think Melissa mm-hmm. Rycroft seemed pretty dope. She handled being um, dumped at the After the Final Rose pretty well in, in what was a truly unprecedented Bachelor <laughs> event. So that was dope. Like, I think 5'3 is not just the magic height to winning, but, like, for being cool on the show. It's just an overall good height for you. Sure. I'm five inches taller than that, so it doesn't apply to me. But shout out to all the 5'3 women out there. In this season, there's currently only one 5'3 person. Mikkel is the only 5'3 woman left. I'm not that surprised to hear that. She was getting a lot of time. And she's 11 inches shorter than Ari, who's purportedly 6'2". I don't think I believe that, but we'll come back to that in a minute. Right. (laughs) So the the other thing is, 
I thought that maybe it's more important. Height differential is more important than actual height, mm-hmm. like be- because these guys do vary a little bit. So maybe there's some kind of relationship there. And the average height difference is uh, 7.55 inches, so in between 7 and 8 inches. And there are nine girls on this season who have all survived through the first two episodes who are between 7 and 8 inches shorter than Ari. So we're, we're looking at Annalise, Chelsea, Kendall, Marik, Tia, Ashley, Becca K, Crystal, and Lauren S., Yep. This is a compelling group of evidence because— I think so, too. Chelsea, Becca Kay, Crystal, and Tia have all Mm -hmm. gotten a fair amount of time. Annalise was the recipient of the world's most absurd Bachelor reenactment with her bumper— Bless her. Her bumper cars tragedy. I hope she's doing okay. (laughs) Um, Kendall's one of my personal favorites. Marique was in the the opening episode. She got, like, time in the the package. Yep. And Lauren S. and Ashley, we haven't gotten that much of them, but maybe we will based on this height analysis. I know. When I I saw this list, I was like, okay, maybe this is actually something because these girls do seem like they have a shot at at least the final four. Also, it's um, five blondes and four brunettes, which I also think like kind of plays into like the balance of who his his top uh, nine will be. Like this is this is compelling, Andrew. Thank you very much. It's nice when the research pays off. I know. know. (laughs) Like. You know, if we had gotten something like Jacqueline was in the mix, I would be like, right. nah, there's no way. The exactly. only one that's surprising is Becca M. She's the one whose age they're not showing on the on the um, episodes. But yeah. that's okay. I, I think we all know Becca M can't win just based on the age thing. Exactly. Um, I want to talk about the, the heights of the bachelors because I found some of these truly, please, truly please egregious. Do. Number one, I want to talk about Ben Higgins, who I've met several times. <laughs> I love Ben very publicly. Ben Higgins is not six foot five. <laughs> I just, I, I, I'm very good judge of height and of keeping track of time. And um, he is six four. Like, it's very clear to me. He is not six five is like NBA tall. Six four is like a regular guy tall. I think a lot of these guys are probably getting like an inch or two on their bios. At least an inch. And that's a general rule of fabricated dating. Like on yeah. every online dating profile, men lie minimum one inch, more likely an inch and a half about their height. So I don't know why The Bachelor would be any different. But Ben is on here as 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 tall as Matt Grant. I bet Matt Grant was taller than him, if I had to guess. I just, Also, Matt Grant looks so tall because he picked Shane Lamas, who right. is 5'2". Tiny. Yeah. So the discrepancy is just, like, shocking. Yeah. That was, oh, man, what a different time. <laughs> Um, another one that I found particularly egregious, Jake Pavelka. I do not believe that he he reaches 5'10". I don't either. So when I started doing this, I don't know if this was like a, a Freudian slip, but I listed him at 5'7". Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, that's right. And then in, the piece went through fact check and they're like, no, he's 5'10". <laughs> I was heartbroken. So I think that we should use Jesse Palmer as kind of like a non-liar because right. <laughs> he was a professional athlete. So while professional athletes like lie about their height for um, whatever's useful uh, in their sport, there's just like a, a more information available about him and specifically about his physiology. So like easily if, verified. Yes. If Jesse Palmer yeah. is an actual six, two, and that's like the, that's the, what we're using here. Like Andrew Firestone is probably like five, nine, not even five, <laughs> ten. Yeah. yeah, that's probably true. That, that one's ridiculous to me. The other one that I found surprising, Brad Womack. He He's listed as six foot one, and I would have thought he was either like six three, six four. And knowing that he's not, I'm definitely going to put him sub six feet. 
I, I he bet does, he's like five eleven and a half. He does appear to be larger. I was also surprised to see that Ben Flagnick was six two. I don't believe that. Literally no way. Like <laughs> yeah. no way. I thought I thought I remember seeing photos where like Chris Jenner was taller than him. Yeah. Remember when they dated? What a, that was the best. What a what a dark history we have with this show. I love it. It's completely insane. It's so good. Um, I want to move on to discussing another man whose height I don't completely believe, Ari <laughs> Lion Dyke Jr., our current bachelor, listed at six foot two, probably with his hair the way that he he wears it. Sure. Probably yeah. correct. Um, my biggest regret coming out of my podcast with uh, the sports gal is that I don't really think we dug into just how poor Ari is in emotional situations. <laughs> So Andrew, I was I was hoping we could go we could go over that. Yeah, it's my favorite part of the show so far. Is it? It's I it's just like bewildering how he doesn't really seem like a human. No, he doesn't. And so excellent. That's what I want to discuss. And I want to begin with what I found to be his most disingenuous moment of the show so far. The first clip I want to roll is when Ari and Chelsea are talking during the cocktail party of the group date, and she finally reveals that she's a mom. You know, I know it's hard being a single mom. It's definitely very hard being yeah. a single mother. Nobody yeah. else understands exactly why, I, you know, the motivation that I'm coming from because yeah. they don't have children themselves. Like, this is actually really serious to me. Yeah, and, I mean, I know um, that it's hard to be away. You know is. what I mean? Even if he's trying to um, be empathetic and, like, assure her to assume the role of, like, <laughs> Knowing single mom, I find to be incredibly bizarre. Like, it's not that it's necessarily offensive, though in some ways it is. It's just a really weird tactic to take. And it it made me have some questions about Ari. What did you think when, when that was the route that he took in trying to make her feel better? I'm I'm just not sure that he actually, like, knows how to speak to people and— I don't know that he understands that sometimes it's not about what you say, but like the emotion with how you say it. Right. Yeah. He doesn't (laughs) understand. He he kind of doesn't know how to like moderate his tone or he only really has two speeds. I'm guessing he has two speeds. So far, we've only seen one. (laughs) And that's like weirdo guy who's just learning how to speak to women. It's really weird. It's almost like all of his previous relationships were just like him in a vacuum or something. I don't know. Yeah, I <laughs> it it felt like he googled like how to respond to women in distress. Yeah. And like watched clips and then wrote down exactly what the people were saying. Yeah, it's like he And looked, then he went and then he went to the bachelor house. <laughs> yeah, he like looked up quotes of like what to say when someone's crying, what to say <laughs> right. when someone's mad. And, I hate to see you like this. Yeah. That, okay, let's <laughs> let's talk about that one. Um so on his date with Crystal after he's taken her home, they have, like, a dinner together, whatever, the standard Bachelor thing. And she starts to tell him about, like, her tough uh, her tough upbringing with her father not around. And this is what he says. My heart. Yeah. Like, shattered. I hate to see you like this. Oh! <laughs> Do you, Ari? Do you? Yeah. It just makes me squirm. It's like, I, I hate to see you like this. That's like oh what, like, God. a... 
it's just inexplicable. I mean, I guess it's like technically a nice thing to say, but the way he says says it is like so <laughs> detached. It's very. It has no feeling. Yeah. It's incredible. It's very. It's very alarming. And then it's just like he he's still getting used to the, being the bachelor, maybe, or maybe yeah. because he was so far outside of the world of reality TV for the last five years that he doesn't know how to fake it. But um, he then talks about how bringing home Crystal is not just for him, but like for his mom as well. To introduce them to my parents, it's not its not just about um, our chemistry. It's about knowing that you would be a light for my mom to kind of mm. see that this is okay, you know? And, you know, my son's fine. He's going to meet great women like, like you. <laughs> like you. He, <laughs> I don't know. Every way that he delivers his lines just makes me cringe. It makes it sound like yeah. he's reading from a script. And... I'm very confused about if he's trying to convince her that she could win a competition or that he could be into her. Right. And he's just like, the 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 thing about the mom is like, it sets up this weird dynamic to think about and to think about them talking about him being the bachelor before he went and did it, that the whole thing just makes me feel uncomfortable. I agree. What should he have said in that moment? <laughs> you know, I, I went back and I watched... Uh, do you remember uh, Christina, the the Russian on Nick Vile season? Oh yeah, of course, I liked her. And she had this whole story about how like she she wasn't able to eat as a kid, so she had to eat lipstick to like oh yeah satiate herself, which is like a, also a horrible story. Yes, these these women have been through the worst things. It's terrible. Um, and I remember really judging his response to it, and then I watched it, and in comparison to Ari, it's so much better. Like, he's, one, he's sort of, he's clearly engaged. Like, mm-hmm. he's asking questions and, like, asking for more specifics. And then rather than spitting out these weird, like, altruisms, he's he's kind of just like, I'm, I'm so sorry. And he's literally crying, which <laughs> is, is probably a fake thing. It's probably a Nick thing, but it still comes off better. That's a good point. Nick was better at faking it, at least when, oh, he, yeah. when he wanted to try to do it. Exactly, definitely. At a certain point, he gave up. <laughs> yeah. Ki- kind of like Ari's approach to his home, because this was truly the most alarming part of, of the whole Ari package this week. Yes. It just looked completely staged. Like, he happens to be a real estate agent, so like, did he have access to like a model apartment or something like that? It did. Yeah, there was a remarkable amount of plants yes. in there. <laughs> like, more than, more than I think a single guy has in his house. And did you notice that like there was a throw blanket immediately on the, yeah. like, to the left when they walked <laughs> yes. in? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Is that and normal? Also, no. And the art on his walls, it looks like the like stock art that comes with the photo when you buy a frame from like Pier 1. Yes, it does. It did. <laughs> he just hasn't replaced it. He was like, oh, this is cool. To be fair, that might be what Ari thinks is like an appropriate aesthetic for his, <laughs> his Scottsdale uh It's condo. totally possible. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing that was really confusing was the um, photo album because it was like a legit old school photo album. Right. It looks like the kind of thing my grandma has. It was a plant, right? It must have been, right? Yeah, there's no way that he just had that. I thought it was a prop. Yeah, they don't show where it comes from. <laughs> they just all of a sudden have it. And it's sort of like the only personalized item in the entire space that we can see. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, it, ha- no it had to have been a prop. Also, Crystal was like, I love how open it is in here. Yes! <laughs> 
As if he designed this condo he's living in. I know. And it's like the most basic condo, the kind of thing you would expect to get on like Airbnb for like a very like middle of the road price or something. Yeah. (laughs) That bothered me. It was it was sort of like she didn't have anything nice to say. So she was just like, oh, wow, how open it is. Oh, this is an apartment. It was just incredibly generic, which I think kind of sums up the Ari experience so far. Yeah. Andrew, did you watch the trailer for Winter Games? I did. First of all, there was a scene of someone actually skiing and Uh falling very hard. Yes. I think think they do compete in Olympic events. That, when, when this whole show was announced, my one desire was that they actually do real things. And this is proof that they're going to do that. So I'm excited. I'm excited because one of my favorite contestants of all time is back. It's Leslie Murphy. You might not remember her, but she was, um, I believe, on Sean Lowe's season. And I really wanted her to be the Bachelorette instead of Des. And I'm just thrilled she's back. I don't know why she would come back, but I'm I'm really happy she did. It's great news for me. There are a few people where it's like, oh, he he's back. Yeah. Like, um, I was shocked to see Luke. Like, not excited. Yeah. But moreover, just shocked. Right. I thought he had like a falling out with ABC. I don't know why he would do it. I guess he's just really thirsty. So I have one question. Yes. Are some of the people in this cast from international versions? Not of just the show? some, many. I think it's America okay. versus the world. That I'm also really excited about that. Me too. There's one guy from The Bachelorette Canada who looks really hot. His name is Benoit. He looks like he's played hockey before. Definitely. I, <laughs> I have a feeling Benoit is gonna be a thing. Like I could you could just tell. From he makes like he speaks in an accent in the trailer. He's got a, a fancy French Canadian name. I just feel yeah. like he's uh he's coming for us, and maybe we can get him on the American Bachelor after. Get him on there, yeah. Like this is this is uh it's kind of like what happens with the challenge when yes. you bring in new people, and then all of a sudden the series just gets an injection of energy. Totally. Like I would accept someone from Winter Games who's international as a bachelor if there's not someone good for next year. Totally. It's genius. I also saw that Nancy Kerrigan yes. is going to be a guest on this. What? I did yes. not see that. How exciting. <laughs> Can you imagine like her thinking right now? Like 25 years after the whole situation Tanya Harding has her own movie and Nancy Kerrigan is showing up on the Winter Games for The Bachelor. The 90s are so bad. (laughs) It's awesome. It's amazing. Um, Andrew, thanks for coming on for this Bachelor B-side. Thank you for having me. It's been it's been a delight. Back on Monday for episode three. Goes up right after the East Coast airing, so you can listen as you fall asleep or on your way to work the next morning, really whenever you want. Thanks for listening again. Don't forget to subscribe and check out Andrew's article on the ringer.com. <laughs>